Attention bourbon lovers, are you ready for a taste sensation like no other? Old Raleigh Distillery, recently awarded Best Micro Distillery in the U.S., invites you to experience the art of whiskey blending firsthand. Located just east of Raleigh in downtown Zebulon, the distillery specializes in premium, micro-batch bourbon, and limited-release whiskeys. Visit the tasting room Tuesday through Sunday to savor a wide variety of whiskeys, specialty cocktails, wine, and beer. And don't miss a chance to peek behind the curtain with a tour of the blending operation every Saturday and Sunday at 1 and 2 p.m. For more information and to plan your visit, visit OldRaleighDistillery.com. Follow on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Old Raleigh Distillery for exclusive updates and behind-the-scenes content. Old Raleigh Distillery, where every sip tells a story. All of a sudden, about an hour into it, the place is packed. That's awesome. And all these bartenders are elbow to elbow and shoulder to shoulder, and they're just having the best time because they don't ever get to see each other. Yeah. And it was like, okay, this works. We had a killer amount of votes this year. Most ever. Most ever. Thousands. It was amazing. You're listening to Office Talk with Raleigh Magazine. I'm your host, Gina Stevens. You may know Raleigh Magazine, but what you may not know is how we get our stories. It's all inside baseball. You'd be surprised what people will tell us. Our MO is telling stories no one else is telling. So this podcast is where you get the inside access to stories you won't read anywhere else. So let's dive into some of Raleigh Magazine's biggest stories. Raleigh Magazine hosted the 2022 Best Bars Awards Party last week. This is an annual event created and hosted by our team. With me today is creative director Liz Reed to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of hosting 200 plus bar owners, bartenders, and magazine friends. Liz, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. There's definitely a ton of stuff that happened behind the scenes. Oh, yeah. Keep in mind, we move this best party each year to a different bar or different spot. The location is a nod to the oldest or newest bar in town. And this year, we sort of did both, hosting it at the highly anticipated new Underground Good Nights Comedy Club at Village District. After 40 years, Good Nights moved to a new location, and 13 days after opening allowed us to host our first private event in that space. It was kind of crazy. It was. And do you remember when you actually decided that you wanted to have it there? I don't. Because I do. It <laughs> happened in this room. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, when Brad and Jerry came on and you interviewed them. That's the back when, when they first released yeah. where, the, where they were moving yeah. to. Yeah, and you were kind of grilling them on when they were going to open because you were trying to just, like, see yeah. and wanted to be part of it. And I uh, totally forgot that. You were, like, asking them, oh, when is K&W opening? Or you called it KWG. KWG. Yeah. The temporary location. Yeah. You asked them about when they wanted that oh, permanent yeah. space to be open, and we didn't even know what it looked like. Like, uh, we only had the outside renderings. When it's funny, Liz is right-hand man is not even close to being the right. I mean, <laughs> anything that I dream up, Liz is the one who's always staying in the corner, I'm sure, going, oh, my God. <laughs> Really? Did she just commit to that? Did she just tell them that that's going on the cover, knowing that it probably won't? But so I can imagine you're standing there thinking, we don't know what this is going to look like. We don't even know if it's going to work. When he told you the date, you looked at me and I was like, crap. And then afterwards, you like started pushing a little more and you're like, well, that 
that might be a really cool space to host the best bars. And I'm like, what the heck is she starting to commit to already? Like, But you, know, you think about that. Somebody said to us at the party, you guys always do it in a cool location. It's always somewhere cool, which is nice to hear, but it's also a ton of pressure. It is. You have to, like, wow them in some way every single year. Well, I'm, and you said last year, why can't we just, we've already figured this place out. Why can't we keep it here every year? And I'm like, <laughs> but it doesn't work. So it does, that is the part that from an event planning standpoint makes it really hard. Yeah. And that's why I was nervous with this space too, was like, don't know what it looked like. They had just, they opened how many days ago? 13 days before the party. And so their staff was still getting used to the space. Like they were, and they held it together like during the party. And they did an amazing job. Okay. So I'm sure Brad's going to listen to this and whatever. (laughs) So they open. I don't know, on a Tuesday night, right? Tuesday or Wednesday night, yeah. we get word that they are opening, a soft opening for friends and family. And so Liz and I are like, we're going. We've yeah. got to see this place we in action. Had. And Liz is like, again, oh, it's a party for bartenders. <laughs> Keep this in mind. It's a party for bartenders and bar owners to celebrate them. So who's more critical of a bar? A bartender. definitely. And so the only criticism over the years, not not at this party, but over the years we've gotten is the bar is too slow. The bar is too crowded. There weren't right. enough bartenders. And so, every year you mention to the bar, get, yes. get your staff on and make sure you have enough people because. And so that was our worry. And that first night we were like, they're green. They're, they they're brand new. That was their they first were. night. By the night of our party, they killed it. Oh, yeah. One hundred percent. They killed it. They looked like they were having fun too. I oh hope, yeah. I hope they were. But well, they you know looked- what I found out is that I don't know where they got their bartenders from, but they came from the local bar scene. So they had oh. they had hired bartenders who knew all the other bartenders. Oh, so very makes sense. Cool. So to give you a little history on this, we've been doing the annual bar issue for six years. We didn't have a party the first year, but the second year of it, or the first year of party, we went to Junction West which was brand new. I mean, they were just such cool people. It's such a cool space. Um, he Rob had left working for Trophy, and Gabby had been in event planning. And so they had built this incredibly beautiful space. So just like any other party you have, personally or professionally, it comes the night of, and you stand there and you think, what if no one shows up? <laughs> and, and that I was did. your very first one. That was the so, very first. That's the very first event, public event, private event, anything that Raleigh Magazine had ever had. And I had butterflies. I mean, I was terrified no one's going to show up. Right. And all of a sudden, about an hour into it, the place is packed. That's awesome. And all these bartenders are elbow to elbow and shoulder to shoulder, and they're just having the best time because they don't ever get to see each other. Yeah. And it was like, okay, this works. And then we didn't have an after party planned, and we walked to Circa. I thought that was fun. Oh. (laughs) That was a fun night, and everybody's walking around with their shaker. That's the big award. Yes. The best overall award, the Golden Shaker. Right. So there are three best overall bars, which we like to say is the, the bar you go to on your worst day, your best day, it's your favorite bar. And to address something, if you don't listen to the podcast, hopefully you'll go back and listen to the one that we did on the awards and who won. These are not chosen by our staff. No. Oh, my gosh. We had 
a killer amount of votes this year. Most ever. Most ever. Thousands. It was amazing and hard to sort through. It was crazy. Um, had a call on reinforcements from Oh, yeah. The well, staff, they started, the voting started in November, and we closed it December 15th at right. midnight or 18th, right. something like that. And some of those went down to the wire. Oh, yeah. And I was deleting the ones who didn't follow the rules, too. <laughs> Kevin Barrett. <laughs> so you, the rules are you can't—there are probably 18 questions, something like that. If you go dram in every spot or bittersweet or Watson Ward in all 18 spots, you're immediately disqualified. Yeah. You can't, you can't say best restaurant bar is dram or Watson Ward. Right. Yeah. If I see that there, no. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. So we we started telling people that. The other thing we learned is that people don't know what the word suburb means. Oh, my gosh. They they voted for, like, North Raleigh neighborhood bars and <laughs> five-point bars. And Durham. Durham. And I'm just like, guys, this isn't this isn't what we need. And now I know next year I'm going to have A it very clearly stated— the burbs yeah. that are around yes. Raleigh. If you need to know what a burb includes. is, this is what a burb is. The second year, we went to King's downtown. Mm-hmm. Love the spot. If you don't know it, it's back open after closing during the pandemic um, and didn't reopen. It is rustic. It was <laughs> it was celebrating its 20th anniversary, and it, it you know it looked 20 years old. And so, but it's a great spot for live music. It was great. We had a stage. We had a sound system, which we hadn't had the year before. We had to bring one in. Is this the year you were heckled? Yes. This is the year <laughs> that I got heckled by a drunk bartender <laughs> on the back row. And I mean, I couldn't get words out. And finally, somebody had to step in and tell him they were going to take him outside. And he was not being mean. He was just drunk. Yeah. But that, we we hit fire capacity. Fire. I'm, oh, I'm sure that we... Um, and the party, the after party was at Neptune's downstairs. Oh, cool. So that was awesome. And both of those just opened. They reopened. reopened. Yes. Those are great spots. And then the third year was was a great spot, but pitiful. This was the COVID year. Sad. And we invited two people from each winning bar, and we didn't want the bars to compete because they were barely staying open. So we did all right. these crazy awards, like Too Cool for School. and. Right. But we told them they had to be two at a table, and they couldn't. They couldn't get close to each other. Yeah, it, it changes the vibe. It did, but I also felt like it was really important to celebrate the bars because they were still open. Yeah, you're lucky that you were able to do something. Right, and and I thought if they're still trying to stay open and serve us in some capacity, we should celebrate them. The funny thing is, we weren't technically, I guess, supposed to have an after party. And in true Dram. the other way. <laughs> I didn't plan it. I didn't schedule it. Dram said, hey, we're going to unlock the doors. Anybody who wants to come. <laughs> and the next thing you know, behind the bar is three or four of Raleigh's oldest, best bartenders slinging drinks. It was such a fun night at a time when nobody was having any fun. That's so cool. And then last year was your first that year. That was my first year at the Avenue. And that was like... I, I really had to learn that party. Like, at first, I didn't really understand what it was. And I think it's important for people to understand that when you thought up this party, it was to celebrate the bar community. 
it wasn't it wasn't for our readers necessarily. Of course, we're celebrating with you guys to see what the best bars in Raleigh are. But like that party is to celebrate the bars and the hospitality group, and I think that's so important. And mm-hmm. I didn't realize it until I saw that best bars party come into fruition. Oh. They come, they stay, they drink, they they don't want to leave. They socialize, they yeah. enjoy themselves, they cheer each other on. Um, but that space was interesting because it was leaning into a new bar that had just yeah. opened. They had a great sound system, lots of screens, but they didn't have a stage. No. And we had gotten, we'd realized that that was really important mm-hmm. because I'm short and giving out awards, you just, you can't see. And so we had to bring in a stage. Yeah. We also had some awards problems. <laughs> yeah, they came in broken, and we had to get them reshipped out. Yes. And the sh- golden shakers could not be found. Oh, my gosh. they We had supply issues with those. Yeah, we like everybody else. Yeah, we couldn't find them anywhere. And that just put on a lot of pressure. Or the ones that you ordered weren't the right ones, <sighs> and you were trying so hard to get them all consistent so yeah. that they're all the same. And um, shout out to Mort's yes. Trophies. Yes, there's a beer named after him and his <laughs> shop at Trophy. But they did them the day of. They arrived that morning, and yeah. he um, engraved them and had them ready to go by 3 o'clock that afternoon. It was crazy. You were running around Raleigh, yeah. but There's always something that gives you anxiety well, with every year. And then this year, with Good Nights, I thought we had it all planned out. <sighs> But it was like if something could go wrong, it, it went, went wrong. wrong. Like I had awards ready to go this <sighs> year so early. And we ordered those in December. Yeah. They were they were ready so, to go. So and uh a week before the event, they're like, our machine broke. They and waited like, a full month. Like, what? You guys had these forever ago. Why are you printing them now? That's that that's a it is definitely a testament to that. Screw me once, shame on you. Screw me twice, shame on me. And we've learned that. Yeah. This company did it to us twice, two years yeah. in a row. And so we won't be ship- doing our <laughs> awards in Florida anymore. Uh-huh. Um, we had somebody bail us out, and yes. they're a great company, and they did a great job. But this year, we ch- I mean, the space lent itself to us doing some different things. Oh, yeah. I mean— it- it added, well, we have the Best Bartender Award, too. Yes. I think everyone felt like they could celebrate and sit down and give an ode to people accepting right. the awards, too, and cheer them on. And Yeah, the space was really different. It's it you know Yes, it's a new space, and you probably haven't seen it at Good Nights. If you haven't, go see it. It's a great show. I, I said in the opening remarks that comedy has never looked so good in Raleigh, and it really hasn't. There are some pieces that are in the building that will— have the nostalgia of the right. old location on Morgan Street, but it's, it's new. But it doesn't. It doesn't feel it, it, like shiny, brand new. Because nah, it's, it's definitely gorgeous. Yeah. but it, it's a vibe. Okay, so just some of the the funny things. So I had we knew we needed a podium because a I'm blind <laughs> and I needed somewhere to put all this stuff on, and we ordered it, had it, knew it was coming, and the week before I got a call that the person who had rented it before me broke it. And finding a plexiglass podium turned out to be— Right, because you don't want any podium. You wanted a specific podium. I did. <laughs> well, Brown, you got to admit, Brown would not have been— I know. I wait, agree. You know I I'm agree. right. I agree. I agree with you. There are a ton of photos on our website um, of all of this. 
But you'll see why that podium mattered. Yeah. It showed up because there's a mural on the stage. And so you wanted to be able to see it, not have mm-hmm. this brown blob exactly. in it. So that was problem number one. So on the Friday before, I'm driving all over town trying to find. Yeah. I think that was probably problem number two or three, but. Yeah, uh, for sure. <laughs> but, you know, we were able to have a comedian open the show. Yes, that was so cool. I was nervous about that. I was too. Probably because I didn't want somebody to be more funny and people go, well, why don't you bring him back? Um, You know, most of those people are there to see you. (laughs) To get the award. But the mayor joined us. Yes. Which was in, I think. After she had such a busy day, too. Yeah, the the vice president was here that day. And so it was really nice because they were talking about small business. And so the mayor left her and came straight to us Mm -hmm. and was able to share a little bit of that with the crowd. Yeah. And thank the bar community for all they do. Was, Let's face it, our city would not be the city that it is if we didn't have the bars. Yeah, that was so special. I thought so, too. I liked that. A local icon since 1949 and where Raleigh comes to celebrate, savor, and enjoy. Village District is celebrating 75 years of tradition and taste. You can join the celebration for their 75th anniversary on Saturday, April 20th from 3 to 8 p.m. on Woodburn Road. Enjoy live music, pop-ups, a kid-friendly area, and the launch of their Village 75 beer, exclusively brewed by Standard Beer and Food. For more event details and other Village District happenings, you can follow Village District on Instagram at Shop Village District, visit their website at shopvillagedistrict.com, or sign up to receive texts by texting the word VILLAGE to 919-701-0202. Campbell University School of Law offers a wholly online or in-person two-semester patent law certificate program designed for technology executives, engineers, paralegals, and more. The deadline to apply for the patent law certificate program is August 1st. Learn more and apply at law.campbell.edu. But you're right. The, the best bartender, I was trying to think the other day, we were brainstorming on what a year ago at the end of it how yeah i think i think we were kind of trying to find new and exciting ways to put best bars on the cover and i think one had a best bartender ode mm-hmm. and then we're like well yeah that would really speak to the bar community because we don't just have bartenders who it's their part-time job they're the professionals this they're is professional a profession. bartenders like And I think we've talked about this before. I think that's one of the things that came out of the pandemic. We lost a lot of our service industry people, and partly because it it wasn't a model that worked. They weren't paid well. They didn't have benefits. And and I know that a lot of the bartenders and owners who were there the other night have made a concerted effort to to pay their employees well and, and treat it like a profession. And so this was a way for us to honor that. And to celebrate, so we nominated, we worked with bartenders, mm-hmm. bar owners, industry people to name 16 nominees. Yeah. And only, what, 14 showed up? 14 of them came to the party. We were which, very disappointed in the two that did not yeah, show Yeah, I was up. really surprised. But the, but the voting was super close. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Within a couple votes. Yeah. At first it was. Painfully close. Greg was like way in the lead. And Greg like, with anybody's. Yes. And that was crazy. 
And then all of a sudden, all these other guys were popping up. And Whiskey like, Kitchen, Whiskey Johnny Berry. Yeah. Johnny Berry. I mean, it, they were that came down to the night before. It was crazy. There were a bunch that really, and, and what we realized and what we think the bars realized is you have to tell people to vote. You do. You have to make your customers know that it's important to and you. And they want to, they too. Want they want to support them. Yeah. Uh, so Colby Cress of Dram and Draft. Colby's worked all over town, lots of different places during his years in Raleigh, but landed at Dram and Draft in 2020. And he's just a great guy. I've said it all along. He's one of my favorite bartenders. I didn't have anything to do with him winning, except he got one vote. Um, but he's just a good guy, and he's nice to work with, and he always has a smile on his face. And so, you know, I think that's good. So you help you help design the trophy. Yes, this story is pretty the, funny. Okay. Yeah, the, the best bartender trophy. It was funny because we never can make it easy for ourselves. No, we never take the easy way out, um, folks. We have a vision, and we want it to look a certain way. We want it to look like Raleigh Magazine. We want it to look like us. So we piecemealed and found, you know, a nice glass vase that looks nice. That That's the one we want, but this place doesn't sell it. But we they have their pedestal that we want. We got the last pedestal. In Raleigh. In Raleigh that of our shape. will ever look like that. Yeah. And— we didn't want any other pedestal. Right. Every other pedestal looked not as good. And I have a future mother-in-law who's can laser etch. She etches. Thank goodness. And so I was like, we can totally do this. So we order the vase. We buy the pedestal. We get the nameplate. And we just piecemeal it together. And I— we know I how to make. Great. I know how to make it look professional, and but it she, is professional. It is. It's beautiful. But the it's funny exactly part about what it they is, would have done at the oh shop. for sure. But the funny <laughs> part about it is that I'm on the stage. I hand it to Colby. Colby puts it oh, above God. his head and starts shaking it with one hand. And you know, I would no matter where it came from or how it was put together, I would have had this same panic. Oh, and Liz sure. is looking at me. Relax, relax. That's why we have, made it for. I know, but that's why we made it the way we, we made did. It. I know we made it specifically so he could take a drink out of it. I don't know if he ever <laughs> don't did. give him any ideas. Now I know. It's on the shelf. But the funny thing about it, so it's going to be much like the Stanley Cup. So his name is on a little gold plate, and each year in November we will pick it up from the bar. Mm-hmm. We will give it out again in February or the end of January. We need to make up a contract for that. I know. I, I said <laughs> that to Dram. I said, if you break this, it's more. He goes, we bought it. I said, no, it's more than that. Because no. <laughs> there's too much hardship that went into this. But that it was fun. It was fun to add that element to it. We got to recognize all 16 of the bartenders yes. and have them stand up. And each got a round of applause mm-hmm. and clapping. And, and even the ones who didn't win all showed up at the after party at Dram they to did. celebrate. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's the thing about the hospitality community. I mean, they may feel like it's a competition in a way, right. but they all support each other. And guess what? They have next year. They have next year. <laughs> they have next year. We had a lot of special pieces added this year too. We did. That that you know also added that chaos that we feel, but yes. It made the party more special. Like we had a great collaboration with Village District in doing a giveaway yeah. halfway through. They wanted they wanted to be involved. They were so excited about Good Nights being at Village District. Mm-hmm. They're like, how can we get involved? And so what we created was we hid under the chairs we taped mm-hmm. six red envelopes, each of which had a prize in it. And so halfway through, 
we told everyone to look under their seat. And we had Kane's tickets. We had Bailey's gift card. We had Goodnight's tickets, Great Outdoor Provision Company. Mm-hmm. So it was a great—it was a, it was a nice way to stretch your legs, and it built some excitement yeah. for people winning. They, it was so funny, them lifting up the chairs to look under. Well, I can tell you I couldn't see anything. Oh, yeah. That Those was the thing. I have never been on stage with that many lights. And in a way, it's really makes you relax because nobody can, you can't see them. So you really don't care. Right. You don't get nervous. On the flip side, you can't see anything. Yeah. I mean, I had no idea that could have been. So we didn't put a note in the, the hurricane tickets. <laughs> we just put a little information there about winning them. And we didn't really care who won, right? Everybody's gift card was in the envelope. And then it dawned on us that we didn't know who won the tickets. And if they just decide to show up at PNC to go to the game, they weren't going to have tickets. Yeah. But it all worked out. It all worked out. They contacted us. Thank goodness. We just didn't put a lot of thought into it beforehand. (laughs) I mean, we did put thought into it. We live and we learn. Yes. (laughs) That was a kind of a neat thing. We also had a partnership with Rides, which is the WRIDZ, which is a new ride share that is launching in Raleigh. Download the app. There, it's a cool, cool concept. It's you know, I think it improves on what we have with Lyft and Uber. And they were sponsors of the first drink. So yeah. when you walked in, you got a drink ticket. Your first beer or wine was on rides. And but they he loved would, it. They did. They loved it, and he was there to sort of talk to people, which is yeah. kind of fun. And get him to meet the community. Yeah. Another f- fun mishap was our bartender bags that got an upgrade. Yeah. Because we had so many things in them. Yes. (laughs) I mean, it was. We had to order bags at the last minute because our bags weren't big enough because we had so many partners who wanted to put full bottles of (laughs) rum, gin. I mean, we had great— Can't beat it. (laughs) You couldn't. So we worked with Outer Banks Distilling to put their rum in in every bag. We worked with Durham Distillery to put their Kinship Gin, mm-hmm. a personal favorite of both of ours, Hampton in each Farms, bag. Hampton Farms Peanuts. And, of course, URE. And so our presenting sponsor and partner for this event is the same that we've had the last two years, and it was the same with our Best Restaurants event. It's United Restaurant Equipment. And if you don't know these folks, you need to, because it doesn't. it's not just about—they design, build, create kitchens and bars in some of the best restaurants and bars in town. But— they also have, if you entertain a lot or you cook, you can walk in and buy restaurant quality, cookware, barware, great prices. And, the, I mean, they're out um, just outside of town on South Saunders Street. It is a great spot. Family-owned for 70 years. They're a great partner for us, and their whole team comes. And that was a nice thing about Good Nights was that they have this swanky VIP. So if you have a group you want to take to a show, you can use their VIP area it's raised up a little bit. It has its own bar in there. Makes them feel... A little special. Yeah. Yeah. But it's so funny, the things we stress about <laughs> on the party of, like, are people going to want to lift up their chairs? Or is someone going to look under their chair or even sit in the chair that has the red envelope in it? Right. Or... Uh, well, you have to think about all that stuff. Yeah. But we, we spend a lot of time, just like I did something that was... Um, we're, we're friends with Zach and the great Raleigh Trolley. And if, you know, again, those, what a great, fun thing. But we've never moved this party outside of downtown. You never, you were afraid to. I was. I was afraid, you know, because a lot of times bartenders and their teams walk from their restaurant to the party and them having to drive. Right. 
safety. To get there and then wondering if they would actually come to the after party. So we hired the great Raleigh trolley to sit outside and to drive everyone from 8 to 11. They could go back and forth. I think most people had an, a plan already. Yeah. How to and get they, around. There was no way they were missing that one. No. Have you, s- have you seen the photos <laughs> of Dram's team had this black, like oh, yeah. 1970s limo <laughs> that's owned by one of Drew's friends or nephews that picked them up and drove them around? It was hilarious. That's great. The, I love the that. The photos of that were so fun. They make a night out of it. I rode the trolley by myself. When I left the party, I was I had finally given out at about 10, 30, or 11. Uh-huh. I um I rode the trolley back to Village District by myself. It was kind of fun riding through downtown, yeah. riding through the city on the trolley. That does sound kind of neat. It was like fun. You never, yeah. When do you ever get that to yourself again? You would not. I have to ask, what, would, what did you think— was the most stressful part of this year or the, you know, craziest surprise? So we had a lot of things added, and I think that one is the the bartender trophy. Yeah. As I said, my future mother-in-law, she's a perfectionist. She owns Brio Laser Etching and Design, and she does an amazing job. And she's, she doesn't really dabble in awards all that much. So I, I sent her it, and it she did a test, and it looked beautiful. And she did another, and she etched it, and it it was almost there, but it wasn't her perfect. And I was like, it's fine. It's fine. I was like, wait a minute. We have gold shakers. Put gold in it. It looked beautiful. It was gorgeous. It looked better than if we would have just left it etched. I mean, it was— It was was perfect. But it's so funny. I I cannot imagine the stress. She was so stressed. Oh, I yeah. But I was like, it's fine. It looks beautiful. She did an amazing job. She centered it perfectly with our (laughs) our most difficult vase. We can't do just the regular vase. No, we couldn't have done the easy part. It had to be. What about you? I think, and this is a personality flaw that I have, I'm a little bit of a control freak. No. (laughs) (laughs) And and, and the party part came after years of, usually when we tell a bar and ask a bar, can we use your bar for the party, they're ecstatic. Oh, yeah. They're like, absolutely. We're closed on Mondays. You can have it. Well, with that comes the responsibility sometimes of cleaning the bathrooms. I mean, so we've done it all. We've cleaned the place. We've set up the furniture. We've cleaned the bathrooms. We've done everything. And sometimes they're not open either. So you don't want them to hire more staff. You want to make it as easy for them as possible. So this year, being the control freak that I have turned into even more, I had a game plan of what I want, how I wanted to go at Good Nights. Well, and Good Nights does this. I mean, this is what they do. They host major events. They put 300 people in and 300 people out for shows. Right. So I heard no a lot. <laughs> no, you which, can't do that. Which no, is a word no. you don't you don't hear all that often. No, I do I do hear it a lot, but it was more about I didn't I kept thinking they didn't understand us and the event. Right. And ultimately they were right and I was wrong. No, it worked out great. They but did it was an but that job. was just a personal me being stressed out. Yeah. I told the owner Brad Grossman, I said, I'm pretty sure you've heard multiple times today I'm a pain in the butt. <laughs> and he goes, Well, I've heard it using another word, but not that butt word. Oh. <laughs> so but no, they they were fantastic to work with and they did some things to put icing you know, that cherry oh, yeah. on top. They ordered flowers, which we didn't even know they were doing. They elevated their they space. Really, they really elevated it and did a lot of things to make us look good. Oh, yeah. But that was my only stressor. I had to leave and go back and print my speech part. 
And I think it was probably a good thing. Liz yeah. stayed behind, got dressed there at the venue. And when I walked back in, it was kind of how we wanted yeah. it. Yeah, it was so. stunning. Memorable moment from the party? Not the after party, from the regular party. From the regular party. <laughs> there were so many great moments. I made a joke, though, to Lauren after Greg went up the second or third time that we should have had a drinking game to take a shot every time he got on stage. <laughs> so the background on that is that Niall Hanley owns, I don't know, 20 bars. Not really, but close. And this year, Niall was out of town and couldn't be there. And so he, Annie Betty's was, and Watson Ward had representation, but a lot of his winning bars didn't have anyone there. So Greg just kept, sta- he was off to the corner of the stage and I could see him. So he just kept coming up. Right. And after a while, he had five, six awards and so that was the point. That we should have had a drinking game that every time Greg game, stands up, let's all drink. There were a lot of funny moments. There were some people that came that made it even more special. There are people who don't normally come. And so I was really glad that Jason Howard came Aww. because his bars always win. He And he had Atlantic Lounge and the Cardinal both winning. Right. That was a big moment. You know, I certainly think Colby— on the stage, yeah. being as excited as he was. I felt like he was like a little boy with he his, was his so Tonka excited. truck. He was so excited. He was funny. He was so cocky. Yeah. On like wanting, he's like, I'm going to win. I'm going to win. But I don't think he, I think and he really he had know. some doubt. And he had really, no idea. Yeah. But I think those were big moments. I, you know, it was, some of the comments after it were fun with people saying, you know, this felt like a real Awards, Sarah. It felt yeah. like the Oscars. Yeah. We had told the photographer, God love this guy, um, Andrew, Andrew Albright. Albright. So Andrew shot this. We had two photographers, one shooting at a, a, a mag- Raleigh magazine wall for team photos. But we had told him, oh, oh only one person comes up to get the trophy, yeah. you know, or they get the award. And he was like, great. He had positioned himself perfectly. Well, the first award's called, and it's like the Oscars when they announce best film. Everybody yeah. on the whole team who happened they to be there was on the stage, to be there. which was awesome. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't going to stop it. No, but it was like, poor guy. He's like, oh god, how do I get wide we only enough? We gave to- him so much. He space. had like four <laughs> feet in front of the stage to work with, and he took the most amazing photos. He's got great shots of everybody, yeah. um, which was kind of cool. Those turned out great. So did the wall ones. Yeah, those are so special. But Liz just opened the magazine to our masthead, which is in the magazine in the front. We asked all of our staff and some of our freelance writers and photographers what their favorite Raleigh mm-hmm. bar was, and so their answers are in there. What was what's your favorite bar? Atlantic Lounge. Yes, which hands down. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's the bar uh, me and my fiance went to when he proposed. Yes, and I love that. It's just. A great bar. Yeah, I it love is. going there. Well, and and I, I've said it before. Dram's been one of my favorite bars for a lot of years, mm-hmm. and that's mine. But Melissa and about four other people yeah. chose uh, Williams William and, Company. and Company. There's there's all kinds of Killjoys yeah. on there. Vita Vite, Pink Boot, Pink Boot. That was the one that you know. I think that was my only big surprise about bars that didn't make the list. Right. I was surprised Pink Boot didn't make the list. But we've debated what category we think it would have been in. Um, I think it has potential for best overall bar down the road. Yeah? I do. Down the road. I th- But it's so new. It's only it it's is. Not new. It is. It's and just it's every year. definitely different style. Like, yeah. you think cocktail bar. It's not. A tang cocktail yeah, is probably it's, it's, not They're gonna. different cocktails. They are. 
Hasaki? Yeah, a little trailer park yeah. trash, as he calls it. <laughs> yeah, I think that was a surprise to me that they didn't make the list. But it was kind of fun. We had several people, several bars that made the list this year that have never been on the list. That's so exciting. And those people were over the moon. And they're the ones who brought, like, their whole team, oh, too. Oh, yeah. Because Local 919, which is a new bar in North that's Raleigh. That's so which, cool. God love North Raleigh. <laughs> I live up there, and, you know, we could use anything we can get. <laughs> um, but Local 919, uh, a bar won in Best New Bar. And so did Flask, which I yeah. love that team, out of Briar they Creek. Were, they were best dressed. Oh, yeah. They were definitely the best dressed of all everyone there. Um well, and Johnny Berry in that jacket of his. Oh, yeah. yeah that was pretty Those cool. Those jacket and our sparkly shoes. Yes. Liz and, I, <laughs> Liz and I should get the award for sparkly shoes for sure. <laughs> it was a fun time. And it um, we did, and we will do that again. The after party, we announced the morning of where the after party was going to be. Oh, yeah. And told the public to come join us. And not so, to be confused with the party. The awards party is not open to the public. It's just the bars yes. and the restaurants. And But the after party— You can come celebrate with You can come celebrate, and we're going to do that again next year. Yeah. For sure. So, good times. I can't wait. It's a lot of work. And Liz said today, she goes, it's funny, I can't remember the bad stuff. I said, it's kind of like childbirth. Once you got the baby, (laughs) you kind of forget all the bad stuff. You forget how hard it was. I haven't experienced that yet. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and she's also playing a wedding, so here's to that. She's getting married March 3rd. Woohoo! It's coming around. You can plan this, you can plan a wedding. Right? Absolutely. Definitely less people at the wedding. (laughs) Well, thanks for all the help. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. This has been Office Talk with Raleigh Magazine. I hope after hanging out with us, you feel more like a Raleigh insider. You can find copies of our magazine around town or subscribe for $10 for 10 issues. We'd love it if you gave this podcast a rating and review and share it with your friends. This podcast was edited and produced by EarFluence. I'm Gina Stevens. We'll see you again soon.